Welcome to Mike's Camera Action. Where Aiden, how do we want to intro this episode? Well, I could just throw a brick at you. That might be a bit realistic. All right, fair enough. You know what? Let's let's just do it like this. Uh, well, back to Mike's Camera Action. I'm Carl, as always. I'm joined by my guests, Aiden. Hello. And Lizzie. Hello again, everyone. Yay. So this week, we're talking about one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time, Home Alone. I think everybody's favorite Christmas movie. It's a classic. It's up there with A Wonderful Life, except instead of learning the value of Christmas through love and merriment of the new of the holiday season, it's by trying to murder criminals in your house. This oh, isn't so my favorite. I haven't seen this movie in years. Really? I think I oh, saw I it lo- once before. I, I saw this movie again this morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, A Christmas Story. A Christmas Story is my go-to. Yep. Every time. I could, no. I could National slide Lampoon's it. Christmas Vacation. That's where it's at. <laughs> I have never we, seen that movie. Oh, we wow. don't have enough <laughs> weeks in December for us to do all the like all all of the really best Christmas ones. movies. There's so many good ones, and we're only going to be able to do four, and I'm really sad about yeah. it. That's the big tragedy of Christmas this year. But <laughs> That's the tragedy <laughs> that's of Christmas. the tragedy of Christmas. <laughs> but the best part of our Christmas is Christmas. Here's the thing. Where do you start about... Talking about Home Alone because I feel like this movie is a lot like Mandy, one of the, the movies we did a couple of weeks ago. The we money, the, money. the cash the dollar money. dollar bills, y'all. <laughs> it's a lot of money spent in this film for nothing. Oh, it's so much. So, this so, is the most expensive vacation to nowhere. So festive. <laughs> I've if crunched you... the numbers, people. I have crunched the numbers, and by crunching the numbers, I just looked it up on fucking Google. <laughs> if you think National Lampoons is like. A lot of money and time spent on nothing. This is just money spent on no time and anything at all. <laughs> nothing. It's, it's they go a day's to Paris. Work. They sit in the house instead of being like, oh, you know what? Mom's going to go check on Kevin. Um, it's all right. We'll still have our family vacation. Yeah. It's going to be okay. We spent. We spent. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Here's the math. Let's for go. 11 tickets for coach and four for first class, $35,320. And according to the article I got it from... Uh, by Diana Bruck from Delish.com. That's not taking into account the airplane price. The airplane prices have fallen, so the airplane it would be more. more. <laughs> it's so much. It would be more than thirty-five thousand dollars for all these effing so, kids. So is that for everyone totaled up? Everyone. So that's Jesus. Um, Did that say if it was re- including the return flight? Yes, for oh, a round okay. trip. Yep. God damn. That's so much money. At least they didn't buy a hotel. Thank God they didn't. <laughs> Thank God they didn't buy hotel rooms to all those fucking kids. No, they all sh- they all shared the same was it a, but it was a presidential the, suite. Well, the, sure no, they were staying no, they were staying at um they were staying at I think Maca- like Peter McAllister's brother's house cuz he had a brother I think he, I think it was his brother who was um living in France. Yeah. Cuz they they do actually mention this. I was listening again this morning. And they at one men, at one point mentioned where they've got the three. I think it's three families in there, where there's one uh, family who's living in France who oh. recently transferred there as part of work, and his oh, kids okay, were yeah. still in the um, states staying with um, with Kevin's family. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. And then you I'm had the other one, like uh, his uncle Frank You're and their kids. You're a real jerk, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> like, why um, do you say that to a, like an? Eight-year-old? Look what you did, you jerk. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they were from Ohio, I think, where Ew. they had just come down to visit. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Gross. That's the Midwest. Get out. Oh, jeez. Oh, let me just scooch on past you. <laughs> Is that something people from Ohio be like? I don't know. I've seen the meme. I have some Midwest friends, and they post up Ohio memes, and I'm just like, that's not. that shouldn't be a thing. <laughs> Ohio memes. Yeah, the Buckeyes. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know why I hate Ohio so much. I feel like Ohio is my least favorite state. Mm. And we just lost all the listeners in <laughs> yep. Ohio. We were really big in Ohio Bye. until the Mike, until the Mike Sam Reaction Home Alone episode. Good God. <laughs> killed <Bye>. it. <laughs> killed our listening. <laughs> Get your snow tires on. Fuck. <laughs> anyway, um, what were we saying? No, so that so that's the major point about the money. But that so the point speaking oh, yeah, about yeah, the money the, the uncle with the yeah speaking about speaking about the money you, I was wondering why Harry and Marv were so determined to take out Kevin's house yep. yeah but there you is were actually that the whole yeah time. but there is actually a good point made about it yeah where ha- where Harry's scoping out that neighborhood and that's the biggest house on the block okay it stands out yeah so the reason why he was so committed to staying instead of just going all right the, there's too many kids and i'm not getting anywhere with this the reason he didn't check out is because he was scoping the place okay. d- while walking inside dressed as a cop yeah and he was saying like there's vcrs everywhere they got uh the, it's a huge house they've got jewelry they've got like all the, they've got stereos in every other room this house is like the number one on the block to hit i gotta hit it i can't not that's so true. it's just it's him the, being obsessed of, with this house. The this rules house, of crime. Yeah. yeah. This house also sold in 2012 for $1.55 million, just so you know. <sighs> so much. Pocket change. Pocket, pocket change. change. Pay my student loans off then. That's pocket change. <laughs> <laughs> if 1.5 is pocket change, hey, can you bail me out and also buy me a house in a decent neighborhood around here, please? <laughs> pocket change. All pocket change. Pocket change relative to Melbourne house prices. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. That is true. But um, You buy that house in Melbourne. Woo-hoo. Yeah, that makes oh, sense. Yeah. Once they found out he was home alone, they're like the biggest house, unsecure. All, all, the only one guarding it is an eight-year-old. We can just walk in and steal from it. No Kid, problem. Kids are dumb. Yeah. And boy, howdy, were they not right so at all. Wrong. So, so wrong. So wrong. Jesus. So this house... So we'll, Okay, let's go to the like meat of the movie. Which starts an hour and 15 minutes in. So I was saying earlier, this movie is like Mandy, where it's slow burn. There's oh, like yeah. set up, set up, set up, set up, set up. Yep. And then the movie happens when there's about 25 minutes left. Yeah, yeah that's, but that's what John Hughes wanted to do. He wanted yeah. to get all the plot holes out of there. He said, yeah. there's got to be a way for this to be um, believable. Like, yeah. there's, no, there's got to be a reason why she would forget her child, yep. why they didn't do this or why they didn't do that. Mm. So it was all... It was, all, it was really good exposition without yeah. it slowing down the film at all. I didn't feel like it was slow at all. No, uh, no, n- not at all. It definitely feels like it's well-paced. Yeah. And I think this movie should be studied purely for ca- purely for cause and effect. It probably is, uh, man. Okay. Probably. But I feel like this would have been a great way for, uh, to teach cause and effect back when I was doing like film studies in high school, yeah. where everything... Every action has, like, you know, you know the like idea that every action has its equal opposite reaction type thing. Yeah. Newton. Third, yeah. Third law of motion. Everything in this movie has a cause and has something it links into. Yeah. It all ties into something else, like the storm happening on uh, on the night when his parents oh, leave, knocks out the power, causes them are. to be late, uh, co- takes the phone lines down. The repair guy says, "Hey, your phone's lines, your phone lines jumbled to crap. It's going to take a few days to repair, and the phone lines aren't fixed until." The last night when Kevin manages to call the cops. Yep. Because he, he overhears the plan and he says, I'm going to get these guys out of my house and I know where they're going next. Yep. 
That's exactly it. And it's the reason why his parents aren't able to call him. It's the reason why the police aren't able to check on, uh, aren't able to check on him. Yeah. It's such a subtle little scene. But, but all yeah. their friends are... I mean, all their... All their friends are also on vacation or... Um, it's, or yeah, it's or, Christmas time. Yeah. They're, with, they're with their family and all, all the family that they have are all in France. Yep. Why didn't she call the neighbor man? Because he's a serial killer. Be- yeah, because he's like a hermit. I just answered my own question. <laughs> <laughs> Like, sure enough, he lives across the street, but they're not talking to him. He's the creepy old guy next yeah. uh, who lives down the street. They're not friends with him. He's we, we he's also like a very not. He's also a very like quiet and reserved person. It seems taciturn he doesn't talk. Is yeah, the word. taciturn. A taciturn individual. A taciturn um, recluse. Me. Oh. <laughs> me. Yeah, that's I. The only reason why I, I put that combo together is because that's me. <laughs> Get off of my lawn, kids. Fifty years from now, Lizzie's going to be the one shoveling snow in Chicago. Fifty years from now, I'm talking like next week. <laughs> in my $1.5 million house. Dream. With my businessman husband and my shitty ass kids. And with no you're what, line. five shitty kids no and your massive extended shitty family? No, I don't want any kids. Especially if those kids will resemble any of the McAllisters. Yeah. They're I'm all ta- shitty. They're all I'm talking to you, Buzz. Oh, Buzz. What Buzz a disappointing first child. Yeah, also, I know, right? Also, <laughs> like all of them. Yeah, but all of them kind of look similar. Like I can see where yeah. they all kind of look related. Yeah. Like Kevin's older sisters, they look very similar. Mm. And the older brother kind of is lanky and stuff. And then there's Buzz. Yeah. Who looks Buzz like is a, like a bit chubby. An and... aspiring linebacker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a big dude. He's a little bit chubby. Yeah. Oh, can I tell you my favorite part oh, of the movie? Yeah. My favorite part of the movie is when Buzz was like, four reasons. One. <laughs> yeah, three reasons. One. B. B. D. Yeah. <laughs> and six. <laughs> Just all over the map. Yeah. <laughs> that joke was so, so dumb, and I went for it hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> three reasons. A, I'm not that lucky. Two, and then the last one's D. Yeah, that's how it is. Yeah. It's because you've seen this movie often. Yeah. I, I see. I probably see this not every year, but at least every two or three. Yeah, I can quote You're a Christmas story. Out. You can quote this. Yeah. It balances. Mm. So I think, okay, probably talk, talk about this before, but the meat of the movie is the break-in, right? That's break that's in. what everyone thinks of, is yeah. when that's finally... That's the cover of the movie. Yeah, it's the point of it. When uh, Harry and Marv, the two burglars... Try and break into um, Kevin McAllister's house now, knowing that he's there alone, and they're assuming it's going to be easy. Except he's laid out more traps than the entire Predator franchise, and is totally ready for these guys and anything they do. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. I wouldn't say the entire franchise, uh, but maybe like the first two movies. Fair enough. Not not the uh, giant Rube Goldberg machine of Predators. No. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I'm very passionate about Predators. <laughs> Specifically, the movie Predators. Yeah, the one with Adrian Brody. I love that one. <laughs> okay, I won't inquire further. The fucking samurai in it. it's awesome. <laughs> Yakuza. He's lost his fingers. He don't talk. It's great. Five o'clock. It's bitch raping time. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is staying in. Cut that out. That is a quote in the movie. <laughs> That's why it's staying in. Oh God. <laughs> Look it up. It's a quote in the movie. I don't condone the raping of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. And here is my foot, doing? and here is my mouth. <laughs> okay. Uh, so We can never come back from that. So there, 
That is the lowest no. of the low. It's, it's almost it's a, as bad as your Hitler button. joke. Yeah, almost. I don't almost. I don't entirely remember that joke anymore. I was trying to figure out why I said this morning. I was like, oh, oh what did you say? You said I said um surely I said there's probably not a god because um because look at Hitler. And you said Hitler is uh, <laughs> the punishment for the Jews. <laughs> That's what you said. <laughs> Continue to dig the hole ever deeper. Stop digging <laughs> stop digging the hole, Lizzie. You put look, <laughs> Digging the hole and shoveling Mike's camera action into it. I dove in front of that bus and I'm taking you with me. (laughs) Here, hold my hand while I jump in front of this bus. (laughs) I'm taking you with me. Uh, So so the break-in starts with, like, injury number one. Harry gets shot in the balls with a BB gun. And the sound effect for that is the most horrible thing I have ever heard in my life. Yeah. It's just this wet crunch as soon as it happens. It's like the sound of a BB gun like that. Followed by... It's so bad. It's followed by, of course, here. Harry doing like the high pitch. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's nasty. That, that, that is the sound of pain. That's a horror. Right there. That's the sound of like... Ugh. Ball crunch. Yeah. Balls aren't supposed to do that. Oh. Yeah. So I, was, so I was looking up how much punishment... Harry and Marv go through, and like, what is the injuries dealt to them? And I want to bring it up here, and I want to ask: So, who do you guys think got injured the most? Yeah, got 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 the like the got the worst. Marv, you think Marv got worse? Yeah. Okay, Aiden, what about you? Wait, in terms of like how bad, or in terms of quantity? Like, ha- like who got the worst injury out of this? Who got the like? Who's going to come out of this in the worst way possible? Both pretty bad. Both got pretty bad. Mm. But like, I'm just th- gonna stick with Marv. You gonna stick with Marv? I'm stick with Marv. And who do you think? I can see both arguments, but I'm gonna go Harry. You gonna go Harry? I think like the fact okay. he got he got his head blow torched. That's yeah. just boiling brain matter. Yeah, there. but Marv got the fucking the iron to the head, yeah. and then he got the tar feet, and then he the I nail, mean not the tar feet the the, the, foot. the nail through the foot, and then he stepped on the the ornaments. And then he was just falling. He got shot in the face. Yep, that is true. To get BB gun to the, the forehead. Yeah. So that immediately BB gun starting with staying there. Starting with the BB gun. All right. Um, so up. Marv gets shot in shot in the face with the BB gun. Ouch. And Harry gets shot in the crotch with the BB gun. Now both painful. Very. However, so looking at this, the mus- the typical muscle muzzle velocity. Of of a BB gun of the era, muzzle velocity. I like it. Uh, comes out to about 350 feet per second or Ooh. or less. Ooh, that's fast. So it's, it's fast. Really fast. It's however, amazing that he even continued this venture. Yeah, I would have checked out right there. I'm like, nah, yeah. not um, worth it. So this would be enough to break the skin, but not penetrate the skull. So Marv's gonna be really hurt, but it's yeah. not gonna kill him. No, no, no. Harry. At the same time, it's unlikely to have completely penetrated the scrotum because it won't go through fabric. Uh, so it's yeah, going to yeah. hurt like a bitch. Oh, yeah. so it's but like it, a flick to the... To, to yeah, he got, the he got like the really, fastest really sack, sack tap, tap in history. <laughs> a 350 feet per second sack tap. <laughs> That's not something you got in high when school. When you say it like that. He'll shoot his ball out, kid. <laughs> You'll shoot your ball out, kid. <laughs> now, after this... Harry slips down one flight of stairs and Marv's or down two steps and Marv falls down the entire staircase. Of now, the Harry, two of those Harry gets a lot more air. Harry gets yeah, Harry gets completely decked. And sure enough, that's gonna fucking hurt. Yeah. And he's probably gonna have some back issues in life, but it's not completely crippling. Yeah. Marv, however, I was like a doc a couple of nurses and doctors were looking at this footage and said, Oh fuck. 
That's not something you walk away from. No way, my Thea died because of that. Yep. Marv would undoubtedly have several broken ribs, Mm -hmm. several spinal injuries, would likely be in a wheelchair and never walk again for the rest of his life. Concussion. Yep. If he bashed his head a couple of times, definitely some skull fractures and would probably be pooping in a bag forever. Oh, dear. Yep. So after that, we have... It's Marv, man. So I'm going to skip ahead a little bit to the paint cans. Both of them cop the paint can. Both of them cop that. This this is one of the big things. The paint can to the face and the iron to the face. That's big. Those are huge because that would cause massive amounts of of, uh, fractures to the skull. Would probably cause permanent uh, facial deformity. Yeah. Would probably cause them to have. Would probably cause the orbitals in their face, like the orbital, yeah, which is this bone that. around your eyes, to yeah. break those, which would cause some serious issues with uh, vision later at some point, either immediately if it's not repaired properly, then you're gonna end up with some double vision. Yep. If Does it doesn't it just like flat out guys, crush your eye. Yeah. It looks like those guys don't have health insurance either. So. Yep. And also, likely you're not walking away with many teeth left at all from this yeah. uh, encounter. Well, Harry lost one. Yeah, Harry immediately loses his golden tooth. Um, that would be your entire mouth, yeah. by the way. Uh, however, I think Harry, of all of them, gets the worst. Because on top of all that, he also takes the crowbar of the chest. Several yep. m- Once again, cracked sternum entirely. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks, he's like, what are you doing? Marv? Why? Marv? <laughs> Harry, hold still. Marv? <laughs> no. But Harry gets the single worst injury, I think. And this is why. The blowtorch to the head. That's the one I'm thinking. Because he holds he, he holds himself under that blowtorch for seven seconds, and this is what a doctor di- and this is what a doctor's diagnosis is. I'm going to quote this from the article. What's the article? It is a mentalfloss.com article. Okay. I'll get up the title later and put that in. That's that's all I need. Yep. Harry has an interesting reaction to having li- a lit blowtorch aimed directly at his scalp. Rather than remove himself from the danger, he keeps the top of his skull directly in line of fire for about seven seconds. What was likely a simple second-degree burn is now a full-thickness burn likely to cause necrosis of the, cal- of the calivarium, or in, in quotes here, skull bone. That means the skin and bone tissue on Harry's skull would be so damaged and rotted that his skull bone is essentially dying and will, reco- and li- and will likely require a transplant. Oh, he's going to need a head oh, transplant. That's a head transplant. Yeah, he's going to need a skull transplant after this movie. Oh. He's dead. He dead. Harry's dead. All right. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> he dead. So, I can go with that. Yeah. I think in this movie alone, Mar- uh, Harry gets it worse. In Home Alone 2, I'm willing to say Marv cops it way worse. Yeah. Because he yeah. gets bricked in the head four yeah. times. Yeah, that'll do it. From a fourth story window. That's, you're dead. <laughs> you're dead. You only <laughs> but, need to get bricked once. Yeah. <laughs> from a one story window. One of, my, one of my favorite videos from like way back is, um, if you've ever seen like the Smosh videos. Yeah. They're like the what if movies were real. And yeah. they just did Home Alone 2. And it just had like the sequence of um, Macaulay Culkin throwing a brick off the window and hitting uh, Marv in the head. Oh. And just cut to Marv's gravestone. Amazing. <laughs> Beautiful. That's A plus work, boys. I was like, yep. <laughs> nice work, guys. <laughs> Definitely. I Yeah. Marv gets off a little bit better, even though he not, takes a few more. Like, even though he gets the nail to the foot and falls down a few more stairs, he's not getting a head transplant. <laughs> That's true. I guess, like, immediate pain is Marv, but long-lasting forever 
is is Harry. Yeah. That was my thing too. That was like like for comedic value, I understand his shock and standing there. But when you burn, oh. when anything gets too hot, your immediate reaction is to remove it. Yeah. yeah. Like he, when he touches the door handle, he's not hanging on. <laughs> nah. Although that's, oh yeah, that's that right. said, he's branded. So, but that said, with the door handle, um, when you when when you burn your hand, you actually kind of clinch downwards like, when you like, burn. Yeah, like that's why you're supposed to test. Yeah. yeah, that's why you test with the back of your hand. Yeah. So the act of him pressing his hand onto that door handle would probably cause him to clamp down a little bit more for a second there. So that would be enough to definitely yeah. cause some serious damage. Also, I forgot to take the exact notes down this, but Harry burning his hand on that door handle for a door handle uh, to glow red hot like it was. Yeah, it would have to be seven hundred and fifty degrees Fahrenheit. Seven hundred and fifty. Seven hundred and fifty degrees Fahrenheit. He's not doing that. So, that for would, reference, that's, that's melted. That's bone. Hello. That's, that's the doorknob would melt. Yeah. For reference, would you can you can get third degree burns. I think from one hundred and fifty one degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. And he straight up holds that door handle. <laughs> He's basically it's almost enough for his hand to have just spontaneously combusted. <laughs> yeah, in an instant. That's it's that damn hot. It's, it's almost it's bordering on the point where like skin would catch fire the second it comes in contact. Yeah. See, he was right on the skin cusp. Skin would catch fire. Yeah. That's an actual thing. Yeah, you don't hear that too often. <laughs> no. So I don't know what kind of uh, household product can get a uh, door handle up that to that the, oh, to the surface of the sun. I looked that up. Yeah? So the device that Kevin uses is a um, it's a charcoal lighter. Oh. Yeah, it's for like barbecues and stuff. And yeah, because mm. I was wondering what the hell that was too. It looked like a cattle prod. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, what the hell is this city boy doing with the cattle prod? Nah, it's for <laughs> BBQs. Not not quite a uh, not quite your uh, standard hair straightener, is it? No, <laughs> I don't even think a hair straighteners don't get that hot. No, not at all. No, It'd just I be think, uncomfortable I've if you seen, put down a door. I think the highest I've ever seen a hair straightener get is like 200 degrees Oof, Fahrenheit. And I'm just like, that's, that's, that's still going to burn your hand if it that's comes gonna in contact. Burn, that's going to burn It's going to burn. Yeah. I don't think you should have your hair that hot, to be honest. But <laughs> my hair is pretty easy it, it's to, to get straighten. That, uh, it's to get that burnt look, you know, that, br- that, <laughs> that black charcoal. brown fresh, charcoal smell. Fresh split ends. Yeah. You know? That I just possibly died in a fire. Look, <laughs> that I that I just escaped the fire. But, but like my skin came out unscathed. Yeah, yeah. I had a head transplant. Look, <laughs> <laughs> get, get the Harry look. Yeah, and that's the <laughs> thing too. Bold on like top. it doesn't even look burnt. It just looks like it took off his. It just burnt his hat and his hair, and that was. Oh, it. also on top of that, uh, the synth- the synthetic fabrics in his um in his beanie would have also melted to his head. Even even if it didn't even if it didn't even if it didn't completely burn through his uh, through to the skull, that's the kind of damage you're looking at. Thank you, science people. Yep. Thanks, doctors, for uh, showing us just how terrifying it was. In fact, the probably the like the lowest tier injury they took at any point, like the two of them, probably would have been getting knocked out with a snow shovel. Yeah, actually, yeah. I don't think you're far off. That was that was actually one of the lightest injuries they both took. When did that happen? At the end, when they when they when they got uh, taken down by the old man. Oh yeah, old mate. That that's what does it. Yeah, that's, not, that's the thing that that's the thing. That's the thing that, that's the thing that gets them. The that's thing the thing that actually knocks do. them out. Yeah, they so, took a paint can to the mouth and went. All right, well I'm going to kill this kid. Yeah, that's what pisses you off. <laughs> not broken. It. Could you imagine a dark Home Alone movie? Like if they if they did like like I was saying with the James Gunn Scooby Doo movie where they yeah. tried to make it like adult and then the studio said turn it down until like a PG. Yeah. Where if they just made like a full bore adult like. Saw Playhouse version of Home Alone. Ugh. Kevin McAllister is Jigsaw. 
Oh my god. Holy shit. See, now that's, oh, now that's, I've solved it. Hey, Macaulay Culkin, you want an acting job? Yes. He <laughs> Here's does. something you can do. He does. Pitch want this one. to the studio, Home Alone three. He needs one. So should we talk? Should we talk about what the other Home Alone movies are? Please do. Enlighten me. Deserves okay. Discussion. So there is. So what I didn't realize until recently was there are five Home Alone movies. I I've I've seen two. Yeah. Like the two that matter. Else, like I think I've seen else. three. I think I saw the one. I've seen parts of three. Yeah, I know it's Jared the one with the. It. it was the one with the girl robber. There was a girl robber in it. Uh, yeah, I think you're right on that. But I watched it when it came out, so I have uh, yeah. no memory of this. Yeah, I, okay. I, I saw parts of it when I was like eight. I just remember there being a girl robber and thinking, "Hey, <laughs> hey, you, all right, um, hey, yo, little mama, let me whisper in your ear." <sighs> <laughs> There's some things you might want to hear. I'm not going on with that song. I'm not saying the next line. Um, but there are five Home Alone movies. So two are with uh, Macaulay Culkin as Kevin McAllister and Marv Harry, played by, you know, their respective actors. Dan Stern and uh, Joe Pesci. Yep. Uh, three is with a completely different kid, completely different cast, completely unrelated to the original. Girl actor. Um, four is with is with the Macaulay Culkin character... Of Kevin McAllister. However, it was made in 2002 and is with a completely different cast. In ev- Everyone's completely recast. Yep. No one is the same. Captain O'Hara's recast? Yep. Oh, come on. Like, they're coming back for Home Alone 4. <laughs> uh, That's true. She has better things to do. So it seems to progress into the... Fu- it seems to progress ten, like 12 years after the first one, except everyone's the same age, apparently. And Macaulay Culkin's... Uh, not Macaulay Culkin. Kevin McAllister's dad... Ha- and or his parents have been divorced. He's really cut up about it, and his dad's as, go- as 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 one would expect a eight year old to be. Um, and his dad's lover is some millionaire, is some millionaire heiress or whatever, who lives in this giant mansion that now uh, Kevin McAllister's staying at with his dad and his you know love and his father's love interest. It's just and him it's- and. It's just them three? I, I According to the synopsis I could find, that's Not what I got. Not the other kids? Apparently. Apparently only Kevin likes his dad now? Yeah, the, uh, rest, sta- the rest stayed with their mother, which, fair enough. Yeah. She gives a shit. Yeah, Kevin was the youngest, so yeah. that makes sense. And then the the robber in that is Marv, played by a completely different person. It's that, not even played it's by just, it, No, it. it's, not, it's not Daniel Stern. It. No. It's just some dude. What is playing. this film? I'm and, looking it up. And the, and the weird thing about that... Is I can imagine some guy writing the script for Home Alone 4 and being like, all right, so it's got a 20-year-old Kevin McAllister in it, and we're going to have Daniel Stern come back as an aged Marv. And then we're going to have a big reveal as he walks in, and there he is. Marv is played by French Stewart. Who? Oh, my God, he, he doesn't is, look, too. He doesn't look anything like. No, he doesn't. You know who French Stewart is? It's the no. guy from Third Rock from the Sun. The one ah. with the squinty eyes. Talks <laughs> the like this. Um, I don't know what else he's been in of note. No, I don't recognize him at all. And the kid who plays Kevin McAllister isn't even blonde. Nope. He's a brunette. Yep. Wearing clothes my brother wore during that era. <laughs> what, during 2002? Yeah. Yeah, except, about... except much smaller because my brother was a, was a BB. <laughs> Who's his dad? Once again, not the, the same cast. guy. Oh, Mike Weinberg. Oh. Who? What? What? No, Mark, Mark Weinberg who? Mark Weinberg played Kevin McAllister. That's not right. That can't, that be, can't right. be right. No, hang on. Nah, he's, it's got to be Daddy. Ri- he's a lot older. Yeah. yeah. 
No. Oh, yes. But then it says, what the fuck is this film? <laughs> Who did this? We, need, I'm, we, I'm need, going to, we to... need to watch this at some point. We need to figure out what this thing is. We're not watching it. It got 2.5 <laughs> out of 10. That, it's the worst rated one. Yeah. Well, justifiably. Yeah. All right. Let's go to IMDb. Oh, no, Buzz is in it. Yeah, but same I actor no, or just I think, no, no, no. okay? I think the kid, the actor who plays Buzz, is the one who's actually playing Kevin. Looks like him. <laughs> See, look at the picture yeah. of the kid who plays. Here, here's a picture of the kid who plays him, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then look at the actor. Same guy. Well, that's very close. Yeah, you have to age him down a little bit, but yeah. <sighs> this is uh, a this mess. Is, this, is, this is wrong. You know what? The, the person who did this was like, I don't give a shit. I only like French Stewart and Missy Pyle. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fair. Yeah. Missy Pyle's a gem. Mm. She's a national treasure. Um, Love Missy Pyle. Well, even is Home Alone, like Home Alone Four is so weird that it's just like some guy wrote that and it's like, it's yeah, this is fine. Same characters, but and it's assuming like you, it's it's kind of like it's assuming you've seen the originals because yeah. it's got like this big reveal of and then Marv comes back. Holy shit! But then it's not Marv. it's not Marv at all. So he's gonna walk on screen and they're gonna be like, oh my god, it's that guy. And it's what it's gonna flash back. It's gonna tell you about him. Like yeah, you can't a, just a have him to a guy who lives exactly. You can't just. It's not like Home Alone Two where you can just have him appear on screen and say, oh, it, look, it's the Wet Bandits. Yeah, French right. fucking Stewart is short as hell. Yeah, whereas Marv is tall and lanky. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't work. It yep. makes no sense. It makes no one cared when they French, were casting this movie. French Stewart or writing has beady it. eyes. Yeah. Daniel Stern has ping pong ball eyes. <laughs> what the hell is that? Who did this? Who made this? Who Ma- did this? Maybe, yeah. maybe he's a real chameleon of an actor. Who knows? I don't even care enough about the Home Alone series to be this upset. No. And but I it's so really upset. upsetting. Yeah. Like, why didn't they just do, like... Something Ke- else. Like, if Kevin McAllister was actually grown up. And, yeah. And actually, it's like a whole Sideshow Bob thing where he wants to get revenge on the little kid who ruined his life. Well, you bring yeah. that up, but there was, like I was saying the other day, there was that... Um, there, was, there is a sketch online with Macaulay Culkin about that. Yeah, you what, said that yeah. the other night. So there's, there's this video... I, I haven't seen it. it. I haven't seen it in ages, and I might put it in like yeah, the, it. I might put it in the Facebook page, uh, post. I'll put it in the social media, um, the but this in the old social feed. Um, but I'll put it in there where it's this sketch about uh, Kevin McAllister being all grown up, going after the Wet Bandits, and then there's also a response video from Daniel Stern, who Daniel Stern has or had at least a YouTube channel that he would post like vlogs about, kind of like um, Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey, where he has like a tiny YouTube <laughs> channel with like no subs, but he would post like little vlogs Bless. and stuff. So he did hey, something sidebar, in character. Sidebar, you know who has a, a YouTube page now? Shoot, Jason Momoa. Really? You're welcome, ladies. <laughs> And me. What's he do? I think he's doing it for his um his uh, Aquaman tour. So he's just ah. talking about Aquaman because he said on his Instagram account, which I follow, Pride of Gypsies, oh. um, <laughs> that he wants to put up videos that are longer than like 10 seconds. And I'm like, I'm about that. Oh, hey. All right, let's do it. Papa <laughs> More J. Momoa, done. Uh, speaking of uh, celebrities in superhero movies, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal just posted to Instagram in his only Instagram post no. ever. No. That, yeah, that what is he ruining? Uh, he's ruining nothing because he's just post. He's just confirmed that he's playing Mysterio in Spider-Man: Far From Home. Ooh, hell yes! All right, I'm down. I mean, you yeah. don't have to look I'm at him, sold. do you? I mean, because Mysterio is the he's got a giant fishbowl. Yeah, yeah. Fish he's one of my favorite. He's one of my favorite he's, villains. Yeah, he's, Such he's a awesome. Villain. I love him. But you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna do the same thing with fucking Thor. I want take to the do helmet the, off. I want to do the thing they did with uh, Vulture, where they make him fucking badass. <laughs> where they make him actually cool yeah. again. Like Which you, one is Vulture in? Vulture is in uh, Homecoming. 
they they turned they turned an octogenarian in a wingsuit <laughs> into the coolest and like most fleshed out best MCU villain. Look, I've been kind of um, jaded with Spider Man lately, so I haven't even oh. watched the one with Jamie Fox. Yeah, don't. No, I stopped. I figured. I'm going to warn you right now. That's like the worst Spider-Man yeah, the movie last there one, is. The last one I watched, even worse than Spider-Man 3. Oh, if you thought if you thought Spider-Man 3 had problems, wait till you see this. Well, look, I had It's a got problem. every problem except for emo Spider-Man in spades and more. But <laughs> even so, emo Spider-Man was fun to just like, feel. what are you it's doing, It's meme buddy? bait. It's meme bait. It it's but All right. Yeah, but Spider-Man 2 doesn't even... Ha- like, Amazing Spider-Man 2 didn't even have any, like, funny... It doesn't... Like, you can see that the Raimi Spider-Man trilogy has a whole bunch of memes about it. Yeah. Amazing Spider-Man 2 didn't. Yeah, it's because it's not Because no one funny. gave a shit because Nobody it wasn't funny. Well, that's the it, thing, because I only watched the first one, and I only watched we, it for, like, five seconds because how, Andrew Garfield is not Peter Parker. How He's we, not nerdy enough. How are we talking about Amazing Spider-Man right now? We're here for him alone! <laughs> Uh, all right. How did this happen? This, this was, it happens what, every week. What is this podcast? This is your fault. <laughs> this is you my up, fault. You brought up Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> Damn it, Carl. Okay, we'll talk about it after the show then. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we Cut can't all do this out. We can't do this. But where did we leave off? We were talking about Marv's YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Stern's YouTube okay, channel. Okay. Uh, so then last... So after that, we've got Home Alone... So that's Home Alone 4. Mm. After that, we've got Home Alone 5, which is the Home Alone 3 thing where it's completely unrelated. Which, thank yeah, God. It's with, the, it's with the young girl, isn't it? I don't know. I yeah, because I, I think, think I it looked, was. I don't think it was. I feel like I saw, maybe it was with the boy with long hair, because I quickly yeah. perused it for like a second when I was wa- when we were watching it. But I didn't, like I told you, I don't give a shit. Yeah. And Home Alone 5 is the thing. Came out in 2012. I didn't even know. No, that's incredible. Home yeah. Alone, the holiday must, heist. Oh, this, the this, holiday is just, heist. this is a little boy who looks like a girl. Yeah. This little boy is very feminine what, in his haircut. What are the what are the subtitles for home for Home Alone four and five? So it's home five is Holiday Heist. Four was what? Taking back the house. Oh, Malcolm McDowell, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, that oh, poor man. No, making mistakes across the board is what he's doing. Horrible mistakes. No. Getting involved with Home Alone five Holiday How Heist. How the mighty have fallen. Yep. How I am. I hate everything. What is Hollywood? Speaking of hating everything, here's my bummer watching this movie. John Candy was a legend. John Candy was a legend. I, I, I watching this made me realize, oh fuck yeah, he died, and I'm really, I'm really upset about that because he was great. Yeah, he's he's yeah. dead. He's yeah. dead as disco. But he was like one of the great com- like com- uh, comedy actors from. So is Chris 80s Farley. And yeah, and I think Chris Farley wanted to. Uh, he had a bit in this movie. He wanted to be part of it. Mm. He wanted just like a small part in it, I think. Yeah. I can't remember. Because when, when we were watching the movie, I looked up a bunch of facts. So I have a bunch <laughs> of facts, which I wrote none of them down. But Lizzie, no. But I've got the them facts. all in my brain. Sure. And, all right. Yeah, Chris Farley was in it. Let's shoot let's shoot, get, shoot us some of that uh, Home Alone trivia. All right. So uh, in the John Candy film, since we're yep. talking about John Candy, um, his whole polka talk was improv that entire I thing love. was improv because that's John Hughes's thing is getting people to improv scenes. I love John Candy's stuff in this where he plays that like awkward but really well-meaning guy so yeah. well where he's just it's coming up to it. Role. Yeah, he he plays so it so sweet. perfectly. He just comes up to her and he's like, I heard you're trying to get it to Chicago. Well, we're blah, blah, blah. And he starts talking about like, I'm Gus, you know, Polka King of the Midwest. Polka, Polka, you know, Kiss Me Polka, that kind of stuff. And he's going off like his entire album cover, like discography. And she's just like, 
these are songs. <laughs> Polka <laughs> isn't even really great unless you're from no. a Bavarian-themed community. Yeah. Shout out to Leavenworth, Washington. <laughs> <laughs> and and then afterwards, like he's trying to try and make her feel better. He's like, hey, you're way better apparent than anyone here. He doesn't know his kid. He hasn't seen his kid in five years. Trust me. Hope, hope, pray that she, uh, her kid doesn't write, or his kid doesn't write a book about him. And as for me, I left my kid at a funeral home with a corpse, and he yeah. does this whole bit. <laughs> that is also like, improv. Yeah. Beautifully. So so, it's go. so well Facts. done. <laughs> for an intro bit. Oh, it's so good. And in 2014, oh, Catherine O'Hara revealed that Macaulay Culkin still calls her mom. Really? Yeah. Oh, that is so sweet. Yeah, I thought that was cute. That, like, <laughs> so that warmed my cold, dead heart. <laughs> for, like, I hope two those seconds. two talk every now and again. I'm sure they do. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, Her mom. I was in a, I was in a play once, and I was someone's mother, and they still call me mom from time to time. And really? It's just like you're, you're too close. Ironically, or I, I hope so. Those are the <laughs> yeah, only, there goes. yeah, those are the only facts I can think of. Oh, except for like, um, just the John Hughes things. He mm-hmm. was, he was so worried about people thinking a mother would never forget her child. A mother would never forget her child. So he tried to fill up every possible plot hole ever. Also, Chris Mm. Columbus did the first two Harry Potter movies. The third one's the best. Oh, third one's the best. Alfonso Cuaron directed that one. Yeah, his hair is great in that movie. Everything's great. There's werewolves. There's animagi. Is that the plural of it? Shape-shifting into dogs. Right. Home Alone didn't have that crap. (laughs) Oh, 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 and what a blight it is on Home Alone. It doesn't have shape-shifting into dogs. <laughs> they like have the immortal men, films. but they don't have... <laughs> <laughs> indestructible men. He's Wolverine. <laughs> Wolverine. You got two indestructible dudes whose weakness is aluminium snow shovels from Home Depot. I think at that point they were just tapped out. You know, like when you're Not fighting... Not much left to do, yeah. You know, when the you're fighting the, yeah, the boss fight, when you're like, come on, just die, just die. And then you do the smallest little stab, and then it's just like, oh, when, when, crumples. Yeah, the health is depleted all the way down. It's just like, all right, I'm on the edge of the boss fight. Oh, I'm losing. I hated this movie. Really? Oh. Ouch. Hate. Hate it. It's a strong word. Where did that come from? I'm just thinking about how fucking annoying this kid was. I, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. I take that back. I don't hate it. It's not my favorite, only because okay. this kid was just, like, really pure. Yeah. Even when he was a jerk. He's like, I don't care. I hope you guys never come back. He got what all of us kids wanted. Yeah. He yeah. did. How many times have all of us said, I hope that they're just not here tomorrow, and then they're gone? Mm. Well, that, I mean, that's part of Kevin McAllister's character, is at the start of the movie... He's a shitty little, like, young... He's the shitty youngest kid. Oh, you know yeah. what it is? I he's just don't this... like children. Yeah, probably. I just don't like children. Like, he's there to... And he's... we found the crux of it. There we go, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, there's the heart... The root of the issue is he's a child. He's a child. It's only one... Yeah. If this had been um, the adult version, he it would is, have been such he, a good he, film. And he's the youngest, and he got way more punished than our younger brothers. Yeah. That, and it ain't yeah, adding actually, up, friend. He actually it got a punishment. Sleep in the cool attic where you can be alone, which is what you actually want. Yeah. Yeah. Such, such cruel punishment. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so so mean. Mm, no, solitary. Mm, from my big I ass family. Think it would have been some shitty attic that was full of spiders. Yeah. Fair enough. I That's a punishment were, in itself. See, Fair I thought enough. they were gonna do some sort of like Jane Eyre shit. Put her in the red room. You know. Oh. Yeah, where there's possibly a ghost. You don't know. Nah, he gets an addict with like it's, it's really it's nice. comfy looking. There's yeah. pillows. Yeah. They've got the pillows that it are like super homely. Have the armrests yeah. on them, so you can just th- that's gaming pillow. Hell yeah, 
I bet they had <laughs> a game console killer. up there. I bet it you that like was a game It looks like it looks like there would have been. It genuinely looks like there would have been. It's it's yeah. it's this massive bed. It's super comfy. There's like stuff there. Like it's yeah. all shelved out. And he's just sitting there like, please, Lord, kill her. For me. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, if you have any decency in the universe, you'll smite her. Yeah. <laughs> What a um, film! No, yeah. it was it was good, but as far as John Hughes movies go, it's not my favorite. No, no. Where's your favorite? John I, Hughes movies. I, if I okay, I'm gonna take a guess here. Breakfast Club. No. Oh shit. No, I like Sixteen Candles. Oh okay. It's problematic watching it now. When I was yeah. a kid, I really liked it, but there are some problematic scenes in it that just wouldn't fly today. Yeah. Yeah. I get a lot of that. Watch like. Yeah. At least most, mostly like comedies from the 80s. You Which get a is lot of good that. Yeah. because you think that things haven't progressed, but then you watch these old TV shows and these old movies and you're like, okay, we have made some steps forward. I have seen no movie hit like give me that feeling harder than Blazing Saddles. I watched where, that the other night yeah. and I was like, dear God, <laughs> but, how did this get through? Yeah, there is that moment where you've got like all the criminals lined up. Like the whole badges, we don't need no stinking badges. And they're asking one of the guys what he's there for. And he lists like a whole bunch of crimes, but he mentions rape twice. And, and they call him out like, why'd you mention rape twice? And he just says the line, oh, I just really love rape. And it's like, Jesus, and you, know, you can't make that now. And you know <laughs> that's a joke. That. And yeah. you know that's a joke, it's but a, it's just absolutely. like, oh my God, but please stop like, for no, the love of God. Yeah, you couldn't write that into a, into a movie uh, today. But that's Mel it Brooks. Wouldn't pass. That's Mel Brooks. Oh, that is Mel Brooks by far. Same, yeah, he did the same thing with the producers, with the whole making the musical of, of, with Nazis, yeah. you know? Yeah, that, it's, it's, a, it's, it's his whole shtick, but it's still, even in comedy, like, there are some jokes that like, or of the time, and you couldn't get that to fly. Yeah, no, no, he was, even, he even was he right time. That. Yeah, yeah. It stresses me out because <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't like escape from watching it because I put it on while I was mm. in the tub because I was like, I love Gene Wilder, <laughs> so I'm in, I'm having a bubble bath and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, <laughs> oh god, it's over there and I'm in here and very comfortable. <laughs> I guess I will have to well, finish it. <laughs> But yeah, I love that movie though. Gene Wilder is so. I love Gene Wilder. Yeah. Anything? Any other topics to bring up? Uh, also, yeah. fact, everyone. Mm. Yeah. Fact. The mannequins, because me, Carl, and Aiden were just like, why the fuck does this house have three mannequins? That's a lot of mannequins for one house. Yeah. It's a lot of mannequins. I, I know one person who owns a mannequin, and the only reason he has it is because he's a cosplayer. Yeah, exactly. That's it. It. Okay. But that's exactly why they have these mannequins. Apparently, um, Mrs. McAllister, according to the novelization, um, novel was uh, a fashion designer, mm. and Peter McAllister was a prominent businessman. So that's how they got their money. Yeah. Because otherwise, my God, how would they have the nicest fucking house on the block and all of that money Such for nice first-class tickets to Paris? For first-class tickets, presuming that they paid for the brothers his brother and sister-in-law and <laughs> presuming you, that they paid have, for the other children. Have you seen his brother in this? Have you seen Frank, in, uh, Uncle Frank in this movie? Yeah, they He's don't. a cheapskate. Everything he does yeah. is a massive cheapskate movie. He orders the pizza and then doesn't pay and then doesn't contribute to paying for it at all. No, he no, just grabs it and says, oh, it's my brother's house. He'll, he'll shoot, he'll pay for it <laughs> and then runs off with all the pizza. And then while they're on the plane in first class, he's sitting there with his wife like, looking all the glassware in first class and saying, that's real crystal. And he starts stuffing it into her purse. Buddy. <laughs> yeah. Come on. And like, he's stuffing oh. it into her purse. And then when the flight attendant comes by, he holds out one of these champagne flutes and just says, fill it all the way to the top, all the way to the top. And he grabs the bottle and starts pouring it out even more <laughs> in her hand. Yeah. He's such a cheapskate. 
He's a total fucking cheapskate. If you think right. he, if you think he's paying for those first class tickets, nah. He's going in economy. I he'll take the he'll put himself in a doggy carrier and put himself in the cargo bay if he can. <laughs> At what point does he'll Peter stick his off? kids in the cargo bay if he's not paying for if he's uh, if he has to pay for them. That's true. <laughs> I, I don't I don't think I'd ever pay for my sister's first class ticket. Like, yeah, oh, you're on your own. You have, you have to be rich in order to get that. You know what? Yeah, I feel like if maybe I had the means, I would do that. But if, like, my brother took advantage of it, or mm. my sister took advantage of it, then there'd be a problem. Yeah, but, yeah absolutely. Yeah, so I understand. Okay, I get it now. Yeah. Yeah, but that was my fact. I'm done now. <laughs> how how they're out. rich enough to pay for all of that family stuff. They're rich enough to pay for it because they have good jobs. Mm. They're college kids. That's the moral of the story. Get yourself a good job. And keep an eye on your fucking kids. Yeah, okay. So we just search for the jobbies yeah. in Jobby hey, Land. They're shooting hey, uh, out free jobbies. Y- y'all got any more of them uh, jobs? No, seriously. We need what it. I asked when I got out of uni. <laughs> you did not. <laughs> that, that was a bold-faced lie, and you know it. Yeah, I, rem- I remember that day. You didn't say that. You just came home. <laughs> you just came home. You, you came home and, and said, nothing. I'm going to do a podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> Something like that. Actually, it was, I'm going to do a play now. Then it was, I'm going to do a podcast now. Oh, it was the play with me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was before the podcast. Uh, awesome play. Go, we, there we is no, there is no mer- There's no point in me selling it out anymore because no, like, there was never any merchandise. There oh, was but only you're tickets. I'm going to play right now. I'm going to play now. Uh, go see that in a couple of months. Yeah. What's it called? It's called The Drag. It's at Latrobe, directed by Cole McKenna. Whatever. McKenna, that's it. Wow. I was trying to remember how to. I was trying to remember what it was because I got like all the letters there, but I didn't remember the order because I can't remember last names. McKenna. 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 What's my last name? Sister. <laughs> oh God. See, I don't even remember my own sometimes. What's my last name? Pontiso. Hey. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> so special. <laughs> I I got, I got one last note for the uh for the discussion. This was all over the place. Yep. Oh, so when is it not? This heck, this is yeah. <laughs> if you think about it, the parents' callous act of negligence was the best thing to happen to that entire neighborhood all year. That's true. They never would have found the bandits. Never would have found the wet bandits. You never would have reuni- reunited the uh not the not the snow grandpa. shovel killer with his uh with his son and uh. his granddaughter. He, he, Macaulay Culkin would have been a shitty little kid forever, like all shitty little brothers usually turn out. That's yeah. true. And heck, and his family... Instead, fa- he's dropping wisdom. Yeah, his family probably wouldn't have... Uh, yeah, he, he, he gained independence and his family went, holy shit, dude, you, you, you went to the store? Oh. They were sitting there like so worried about him because they thought, oh, he's a useless little kid who's going to be crying at home all alone for mm. the next three days. He's like, nope, I went to the grocery store, got some milk and bread. Yeah, and... You know, learn the value of family. I did it through thief- thievery. I stole from my brother's butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so there, he does such a good job of cleaning up all the evidence in this, in of, of the break-in and of all this stuff. Like, he left the doors unlocked so that they wouldn't all be broken that day. Yeah, yeah he did. He left yeah. them unlocked because he knew these guys were coming in anyway. Yeah. Also, fact. I remembered another one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know when Kevin McAllister is getting Buzz's money, all the shelves yep. fall down. Uh, so in the in his little treasure box, there's a picture of his girlfriend. Yep. So they the director thought that would be a really mean joke to play. Mm. So I can't remember if it was his son or someone else's son. They got hit their child to dress up as a girl. Oh. So it'd be like this girl is so ugly, but this girl isn't a girl, so it's okay. You know? <laughs> 
It's okay. It's really okay. Cool it's okay that's that she's right. ugly because she's actually a boy. <laughs> that's actually pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Remembered so, that. Yeah, the only evidence that he did anything is he completely ruined Buzz's room. Just nah, destroyed it, he... stole his life, stole his life, stole his life savings, broke all his shelves, yeah, lost his pet true. tarantula, lost his tarantula somewhere in the house, which is still some, actually somewhere in the house. It's still roaming the house somewhere. At least which, it's still alive. I uh, don't think tarantula, yeah. tarantulas are cheap. No, they live ten to twenty years or whatever yeah, it was. That's what? True. That's horrifying. Yeah, yeah a tarantula is a life pet, man. Oh, it's no, like a house cat. Yeah, it's true. Holy and shit. also, they only eat once a week, so they're relatively cheap. Yeah, terrifying. Okay. Speaking of tarantula, I'll say one last thing uh, before we, unless we have something else come up. Uh, the the scream Marv has when he when when the tarantula is put in his face is yes. probably the most blood curdling, horrifying scream in cinema history. How would you there encourage no, you to do that in the first place? I don't. I remember seeing something on no, this, I, but I can't remember what it was. No, we're gonna put a spider on your head, and you're gonna scream. It, it, I anyone can even know that. Huh? You would need to like no, I I refute that only because there have been many blood curdling screams throughout history. Nah, man, Marv Ma- Ma- losing that's... his shit. There is nothing more like from the that... bowels of horror. I've than seen that. horror. I've seen horror films. No, I don't know. Like that's like Lizzie. Oh, yeah, I challenge a... you to find me something more that is. There's someone being more horrified than Marv is in that moment. He has a tarantula placed on his forehead. The bent neck lady from freaking the house on what, the, ha- the... the haunting of ha- of yeah. Uh, Hill House. Yeah. Nah. Her scream Ooh. was blood curdling. After the whole, I can't. I can't tell you because it's a big spoiler. I've seen it. No, the audience. Oh, all right, sure. We'll, we'll discuss spo- this after. That the was. Show. I would have screamed like that. That was a blood curdling scream. You're just saying this. You have an unfair no. bias because you hate spiders. That's true. Well, yeah, but who wouldn't? It's a giant it's spider. It's like they told him. Come oh, on. Yeah, we're gonna put this fake spider on I don't hate tarantulas because they move slow and they're big, so you can see them. So I don't really hate tarantulas. Nah, I yeah, hate the little fast ones. Giant furry spiders. Giant yeah, furry they look spiders. cute. No, they don't. They do. You, no, you have don't. an odd. You have an odd view of what's cute. Yeah. <laughs> they they look like they look like they'd like be ra- soft. I'd rather have a puppy. Ugh. A puppy yeah. is soft and cute. Everyone yeah. would rather have a puppy. Yeah, I, I, I found a new best friend yesterday when I was out for a walk. There's a little kitten that was roaming around Aww. the street near our house. Aww. Came up to me and I was like, "You are so soft and cute. You are not like a tarantula at all. You're adorable." Did you take it? I wanted to so bad. Why didn't you? <laughs> because I didn't want to take someone's cat. That's but good. if it's a kitten roaming, I, I say kit. It was like it was like maybe at least a cup, like a year or two old. Okay, it was a small. Yeah, it was a small cat. cat. Like it wasn't a particularly collar? big one. Uh, no, it didn't actually have a collar on it, which that's, I thought was odd. That's no one's cat. Yeah, that's free taken. range. You I should have taken it. Free range. <laughs> if I didn't, if I didn't have a shitty little dog, I would have taken that cat. You should have taken it and then brought it to me, <laughs> and I would have given him some bologna or something. <laughs> some bologna. Well, I don't have any cat food. <laughs> <laughs> I think on that note, it's time to end the episode. So next week, Alex and I will be back on. Uh, he'll be back from his holiday, and we'll be taking a look at his pick uh, for his favorite Christmas film, which is. I was really worried it was going to be Die Hard, and I'd actually and I'd actually have to review Die Hard for this podcast as a Christmas movie. You, w- you wouldn't hate that idea. I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate it, but I'd be like, we'd have to talk oh, about Christmas no. themes more than anything. Yeah. Probably. It'd provoke a discussion about that. But we're going to be looking at A Muppet's Christmas Carol. Fuck yeah! Oh, wow. Okay. So we'll probably talk about, I don't know, his theory about how Kermit caused 9-11 or whatever. Oh, Jesus. That, uh, apparently that's a thing. I think it's A Muppet's Christmas Carol. I think it is, because they have like... Who would tarnish Kermit that way? Why would you do that? <laughs> Kermit uh, is the most wholesome creature on this planet. But George well, Bush tu- can defend tu- himself. Tune into next week's episode and find out... <laughs> Wow.
Oh, ouch. Wow. Poor Kermit.